Welcome everyone to the Shepherd Talk podcast with Pastor Ray Jones from Ridgecrest Baptist Church. This conversation is centered on reaching, building, and connecting you to the mission God has in store for your life. We hope these practical conversations help to encourage and equip you to follow Jesus in a greater way. Hey Pastor, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Chase. How does it feel to now be in the year 2020? Um, feels a lot like the year 2019. <laughs> uh, exactly. Now, Pastor, do you have new goals for the new year? Um, you know, I have some goals that I want to accomplish with um, the church. Okay. You know, I shared some of right. those in staff. staff. Right. Yes, sir. Um, I have personal goals, typically, um, like reading. Right. Um, as you know, we've talked about often. Um, but uh, and sometimes I have several personal kinds of specific goals. But I have to be honest. Uh, I don't have a list that I've made this year. So these are the personal goals. Right. You know, uh, I've already achieved everything in life. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but a lot of times, and you know, the older I get, the more I find out that the goals pop up along the way. Right. You know, um, I will say this: uh, when I was uh, when I was younger in ministry, I had lots of goals, both ministry goals and personal goals. Right. Every year, and I'm not suggesting. I said tongue to you, I'm not suggesting. I've just accomplished it all, and therefore I don't have right. any. It's just that uh, now it's more of. Uh, Quite honestly, it's it's more free flow in yeah. terms of I recognize something that I need to get right. done, and then that becomes a goal at that point in time. So I'm going to accomplish a number of personal goals by the time this year is out, but I don't typically now sit down at the beginning of the year and make those kind of goalish, resolutionist kinds of things. Right. Um, I will make a lot of personal notes to myself, right. you know, but... Uh, uh, when I was younger, I did that probably a little more definitively. Right. Well, that's neat. When we think about the new year, Pastor, you know, there's just a lot of different things going on. I think it's important for us to evaluate where we are, um, but just continue to do what God's leading us to do. And uh, right. we're excited to talk uh, today on our podcast about just some other things that are going on um, and specifically something that you have recently brought to our church and that you're going to uh, use in a, in a you'll use this on a Wednesday night and uh, teach this but uh just wanted to share kind of two-part series on something that you're entitled the 10 greatest discoveries of my life so far yeah. <laughs> um, so tell us just for a minute what led you to come to these 10 things and, and just kind of start there well really kind of uh, these 10 things were kind of birthed out of uh, some time that I was having with the Lord uh, over the holidays over the Christmas season and uh, spending some time with the Lord um, and uh, I, I began just one morning I was just uh, praising the Lord and thanking him for his goodnesses and everything and then I, I began to think so what are the good things that I've discovered over the years and 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 I began to man they just began to flow and it's kind of like I knew these these are the great discoveries of my life and uh, but then I thought when I finished, I thought, so far, because <laughs> right. I, I, I think it's very conceivable there are going to be some other things I'm going to discover uh, in the years uh, to come. But at 60, which is my age, I, I, uh, I thought, looking back, 
what are the things that are the greatest discoveries of my life? Wow. And so it was kind of birthed out of just some personal praise time that's cool. uh, with the Lord. That's really, really neat. So I say, Pastor, let's just start walking through these and you share. Um, let's start with the first five. Well, the first one that I wrote down, and and I would say this one, probably the order is important, but it, it was the first thing that came to my mind when I'm writing this down. And it's, it's from a very familiar passage, For God so loved the world that he... Gave his only begotten son, whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John three sixteen, right. and and the first discovery to me, the greatest discovery, the greatest discovery, exactly, uh, was that God loves me and that Jesus died for me. And to our listeners, that may sound like, oh yeah, okay, you got to get that one in. That's not what I'm doing. Right. I'm I'm talking in my personal life. The fact that I came to discover that God loves me. He really loves me in spite of the whatevers. And that Jesus uh, was willing to die for me uh, has to be the greatest discovery of my life because it has changed the whole course of my life. You know, I'm in ministry because of that. Uh, I have invested in people and continue to invest in, in the church of God and, um, and I have a, an eternity in heaven. That discovery changed everything right. about my life, my future, and my eternity. Yeah, you probably could say every discovery after that, I mean, is hinged upon that discovery. Yeah, I, really. I think, yeah, I think so in my life that you, you kind of look at it because it said it changed the tone of everything. Right. You right. you understand that, and right. uh, Broxton understands that. We, we, You know, when you come to Christ... Well, as Paul said, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away, and all things become new. So, without a doubt, I mean, immediately I thought, God, I I just want to say thank you for loving me, not because I'm lovable, but because you love me in spite of that, and Jesus died for me. So, without a doubt, the the greatest, the single greatest discovery of my life. Yeah, and if you're listening, (coughs) we hope that you have that uh, discovery as well. And uh, if you don't, we'd love to have that conversation with you to help you discover that and allow uh, the Lord to change you uh, for eternity as well. And so, Pastor, let's move on to number two. Right. Well, number two was that God provided the perfect wife for yeah. me. And um, I'm sitting there, and it, again, was just one of those things that, you know, that came to mind. And I thought about this. And each of these, as I would think about, a scripture would pop into my yeah. mind. Yeah, that's neat. And, and, and for this one, I mean, the Lord put on my heart Proverbs 18, 20, Two, that says, he that finds a wife finds a good thing and receives favor from the Lord. Yeah. And most guys, if they're honest, they married above their head. Their wives are so much uh, uh, sharper, uh, yeah. you know, in so many ways. And um, and when I think about, again, even being in the ministry, I think God provided the perfect wife for me. Yeah. I could not do what I do. I would not be where I am. I'm talking about in ministry had it not been for my wife who came alongside me, who, by the way, uh, I was called to ministry when I was 14. You've heard me talk about that. Right. I didn't know because we didn't know each other at that stage. But when she was a teenager, the Lord had spoken to her heart that she would one day marry uh, someone that would be in the ministry and had told her that. I didn't know that until well after we started uh, dating in college. But... Uh, so she's just been the perfect mate. She's a great um, uh, believer, faithful. She's been so supportive and encouraging. As you guys know, 
ministry takes you away from home and family a whole bunch. Right. And so you better have the right person there in your camp right. that understands that it's as much a calling. We don't give them a lot of credit. Yeah, exactly. But man, they're called too. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so the second greatest discovery of my life was that God had uh, had provided me with the perfect uh, wife uh, to do what he had designed and called me to do. And that's funny you use that story because Lee and I have a similar situation. When I Lee and I started dating and then after that is when I felt the Lord lead me to uh, ministry and whatever that would look like. I wasn't sure at that point, but uh, I remember the night that I felt God just working on my life to uh, of, in that calling of ministry. And I didn't know who else to talk to, so I went and talked to her because we were dating. Right. And she looked at me and said, Chase, I never told you this, but I felt that God has told me I'm going to marry somebody that's in the ministry. So wow. <laughs> very similar story. Isn't that cool? And uh just a confirming thing, just again. And, and, you know, I remember when y'all were dating. <laughs> I remember when y'all were dating. And I remember uh, when um, I first met Lee and found out that you guys were uh, were a thing. And I thought, Chase better lock this one up because she is a champion. That, and uh, that was the she goal. is so far above him. He better grab her while he can. But yeah. she's... Both our wives are, right. really all three, and Broxton, right. you know, a newlywed, right. by the way, had the joy of marrying uh, those guys, and yeah. he and Kayla, and, uh, and he did the same thing. Right. He married over his head, right. uh, too, and, uh, but it's really cool when God, when you realize that God brings the perfect yeah. person yeah. Uh, to help us do what he's called us to do. Not every woman could do what our wives do right. given the the demands and the pulls of people upon us and right. so it's a really special thing when you it's a great discovery to realize that uh, that's really neat pastor number three i'm going to read it and then you share about it the joy of children and grandchildren mm-hmm. and you <laughs> now, see uh psalm 127 3 there behold children are a heritage from the lord the fruit uh, of the womb i quoted two verses here did, and then yeah. proverbs 17 6 Grandchildren are the crown of the aged, and the glory of children is their fathers. So you could add Bodie in there, you know, read Bodie's name. Yeah, you notice I said the joy of children and grandchildren, (laughs) which I'm a relatively new granddad, about 15 months. And and I want to tell you, though, I remember when Allison told me, now you're a dad, and... um, uh, you remember that feeling when when Lee first told you that yeah. she was expecting, and yeah. I remember this day when Allison walked in to my office. I'd come out of a staff meeting, uh, uh, executive pastor for a large church in Florida, and Allison was waiting there. And I won't ever forget. She looked at me and she said, "She said I'm pregnant," <laughs> and I and I I said, eh, "Just okay, just right. relax," because right. I thought she had done a uh, over the counter kind of test, right. you know right. that sort of thing. And, and we had been trying to, you know, to have a child. Right. And she said, no, you don't understand. I'm pregnant. I said, I understand. I understand. <laughs> go down to the doctor now. Right. Let's go to the doctor right. and get, get, a, get a check. And right. then, you know, she said, and she's, she's shaking her head. No, no, no. You don't understand. I'm pregnant. <laughs> I said, well, let's go see Dr. Weibel. That was his name. She said, no, I, that's where I've just come from. <laughs> She'd already done it. <laughs> and when she did, my response back to her was, you're pregnant. You're pregnant. And uh, we, we just rejoiced uh, together. And I remember, uh, I remember, Chase, 
uh, when it dawned on me, I sat in the, my car in my driveway, and I just prayed with tears rolling down my face. Yeah. I just praised God. Thank you, God, yeah. for entrusting us with this child. And not a perfect child. We only have the one, as right. you know. Right. Um, and uh, But you know when you have them, you think, is there anything like this? And um, I told my daughter, who you know has given us a grandchild now, and, right. and son-in-law, I said, did you ever think recently over the holidays, I said, sweetheart, did you ever think you could love something like you love that little boy? And she said, daddy, I never understood yeah. uh, what that kind of love is like. And uh, so, and gosh, and grandchildren now for me, <laughs> oh man, that is just the next uh, ultimate step up in this whole thing. Right. And, and so the joy of being a parent, uh, even through the hard times and yeah. You know, you just, you just, my wife describes it this way. She says, it's like your heart uh, running around outside of your body. Wow, that's a great it's, way. And yeah. I said, that's what it feels like. Your your child is like your heart running around outside of your body. And it really <laughs> is. And so what a great joy. The Lord, it's scary. Yeah. yeah. But as you know, mm-hmm. uh, you got beautiful kids the Lord has blessed mm-hmm. you with. And it's just a joy uh, to do that. Now, what about, uh, you said, You talked about how Miss Allison shared with you about Karis. Did Karis share things differently with you all? I know in today's world, the reveal of different things is a little different. About the grand, uh, my right, grandson. Right. Uh, it was neat, really. Uh, we didn't even know that they were they okay. were really trying to, right, to, right. to get pregnant. Um, they both were are professionals, and yeah. so... We, we didn't even know that. We, you know, figured it may be years before right. that. Well, one, uh, I guess it was one Saturday evening in January, uh, a year and a half ago, um, nine o'clock at night. Alice and I are, are not far from going to bed because church the next day and, right. you know, got to be. And all of a sudden there's a knock on the front door. And I said, somebody's. Knocking on the door at nine o'clock. Well, if you're a pastor, that can never be yeah, good news, right? Right. You know. And so I get up, I walk to the door, and I open it, and I look on standing on our front porch is Luke and Karis, my daughter and son-in-law. Right. Right. And I'm going, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> right. And they're going, shh. And and so I said, what are y'all doing here? I thought, well, they just suddenly decided on a whim right. to drive Surprise, in. Yeah. And the next thing I know. My daughter pulls out a little onesie and she drops it down. And it took me a second being as slow as I am. I kind of cocked my head and right. puzzled look. And right. then it dawned on me. I said, oh. and she goes, because didn't want Allison to hear. She said, bring mom out. And so I start trying to convince her. And I said, I can't come out. I'm right. in my robe. And I'm all, you know, I said, just come on. These people don't care. Right. And finally she walked out there. And when she did, they showed her, and she, we both just, you know, just went ballistic. And my daughter says to this day, she said, Daddy, of all the the, the parents and grandparents that we uh, shared this with, your expression was the greatest <laughs> of all. And um, and then they did have a reveal party. So they went on, yeah, you know, yeah. they did these cannons, and yeah. we were up there for it, and <laughs> it blew out the blue stuff. And that's and they didn't know until that either. Oh, well, but yeah. It's, uh, you know, just... Uh, yeah, there's a lot of new ways to introduce it, but but it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. I think I, it reminds me of the time where we told my parents that we were having our first Collins, and uh, he uh, 
um, it was my, around my dad's birthday, so we gave my dad this gift, and inside the gift was a, like a little rubber ducky and like something else that would you know reveal like there would be a baby coming. But dad didn't. He was like, <laughs> he didn't know what it was. You know, he's like, what kind of prank is right this? Right up, right? Am I getting a rubber ducky? And then Did my mom, mom my it? mom saw it, and my sister saw it, and yeah. they were like, then that kind of yeah. <laughs> they, they yeah. understood real quickly. So. But anyways, so true, the joy of children uh, and uh, grandchildren. Let's move on to number four, Pastor. Sure. The richness and reliability of God's Word. Well, when I'm I'm thinking about what are the great discoveries, I mean, like the others, this immediately came to me, uh, how wonderful God's Word is as a roadmap for life. And I put Jeremiah 15, 16, that's what popped in my mind and listen to this a prophet said your words were found and i ate them and your words became to me a joy and the delight of my heart for i'm called by your name O lord god of hosts and that's what immediately i mean it was so neat as god has given me these things he's given me scripture to go that's with neat. it yeah. and but one of those things is this uh, richness for the reliability of god's word that we have a book that as i said today to our staff yeah. uh, is god speaking to us right and uh, that has proven true over the years of my ministry to be able to turn to this book, to be able to get in it on a daily basis and know that from it there's something fresh that God has uh, uh, for us and for me. And uh, so um, just the reliability of that, knowing that uh, I can always turn to his word uh, for truth, for direction, uh, sometimes when I need clarification and I'm getting my agenda before God's agenda, right. and uh, sometimes just to read and know again, be reminded of God's love and His care. Mm-hmm. I think such a testimony of this one is the fact that you did have these scriptures that came to mind. You yeah. know, when when you thought of these ten greatest discoveries, just shows the richness and, like you said, the reliability. Of that, um, Pastor, let's wrap up today with the fifth one, and then we'll come back and talk on the next podcast of the last uh, five, the supernatural peace of God, number five. This is one that uh, just still, when I think about it, just amazes me. The Bible says that um, that the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And as the Lord gave it to me, he just reminded me of several occasions where he had in, in some unusual way provided peace for me in the midst of turmoil and storms. Our podcast doesn't really allow me the time today to talk about a couple of those things, but suffice to say that there were there have been several occasions, and they, it was just a supernatural peace in the midst of a storm. One, literally in the midst of a storm, uh, but several things along the way where suddenly... Uh, as I sought the Lord, his peace would just overwhelm me. And it wasn't like, okay, I, I'm okay with something. It was a supernatural kind of peace that gave rest to my soul. It gave uh, it, it gave ease to the a- anxiety of my mind. And, and I couldn't explain it. I couldn't say, oh, I have peace because I've figured something out. Right. Or I have peace because I know how I'm going to work something out. But it was a supernatural kind of thing in which I could say, I don't know, I'm at rest, I'm at peace, but I can't explain why that is. And so that supernatural peace of God, which is ours in Christ Jesus, and notice that verse that God gave me says, it will guard your hearts and your minds. The two places that we we most need uh, to have peace is in our hearts and minds. And so... 
uh, that peace of God is to me one of the greatest discoveries uh, of my life, that I can have it, that God knows when I need it, and that God gives it to us. That's really, really good, Pastor. You know, I think it's it's interesting just to stop for a second like you did and to have these discoveries of your life because in all of this is, is God working in your life, showing you things, uh, moving through the different situations. And we've encouraged, I'd encourage our listeners today to maybe take some time in the days ahead to do the same uh, in their own life because yeah, it helps you to look back. Remember those promises. Remember the faithfulness of God. See all those things um, and to continue to walk in obedience uh, with him. And so, Pastor, we'll pick up next time on 6 uh, through 10, but I know you had a resource that you'd like to make available to our listeners today. Yeah, this is what we call our sermon shorts, and it's an abbreviated form of a message that I have delivered. And this one is based out of Second Kings 4, um, and it's uh, from a message entitled, When You Need a Word from God. And it's some, it's some uh, quick points on uh, from that uh, passage, and in particular, a story in that passage on what do you do when you got to hear from God? You need a word from God. And so it's some guides that will help people uh, know how to get a word from God, uh, what to do about uh, all of that. So all they have to do is ask for the sermon short, not, not the leadership lights like we sometimes offer. But this is a sermon short on when you need a word from God. And you can receive that if you'll just simply write to us at Shepherd. Uh, talk at uh, rbcdothan.org, shepherdtalk at rbcdothan.org, and just ask for the sermon short when you need a word from God. And I might add something else. Uh, let's also do something, uh, Chase. These 10 um, discoveries, if they're helpful in any way to someone, after our next podcast, if our people would like to have those, if they'll just simply ask, for, I'd like to have a copy of the 10 Greatest Discoveries, um, and then we'll send them a copy of the stuff that we're talking about here today as well. Yeah, that sounds great. And so if you are listening, please reach out to us, um, and we'd love to make these available to you. And we're so thankful for you uh, listening and love for you to uh, give us a review or share this podcast and allow others to experience the same thing that you are. And uh, again, Pastor, thank you for these discoveries. Look forward to continuing this conversation in the next podcast. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us for today's Shepherd Talk podcast. We hope God will continue to use you to reach the lost, build up other believers, and connect your life to the mission and purpose God has for you. We look forward to more talks in the days ahead with Pastor Ray.